3: I you always follow the money. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSYN.
4: It's good to have you on board here on Follow the Money on a Monday morning. We're live in downtown Las Vegas from the Circa Resorts and Casino, starting off this hour with a preview of the Monday night football game as Josh Applebaum joins the program now, Senior Betting Analyst uh, for vSIN and also his two- Podcasts are uh, available every single day. Morning bets and market insights available wherever you get your podcast. Josh, good morning. As we look at this game tonight, uh, a number that confused me for much of the week. Uh, doesn't mean it's going to win, obviously, but how, that, how it was sitting at Pickham for a while and uh, in the contest as well. I had to bet Seattle on my, on my card for this game tonight. Now they've moved up to one and a half or two point favorites here. Total is at uh, 47, 47 and a half. What's your breakdown here between these two teams?
5: Yeah, Mitch and Pauly, good morning. And I'm with you here, Mitch. It's kind of in- interesting in a way because a lot of my, you know, contrarian tendencies betting against the public, you would say there's some value on the Giants tonight. Across the board, they're only getting about 30% of bets. Now they're looking at, looking at an inflated dog opportunity here as well as it was around a pick em. Some books were even, you know, Giants minus one at one point. But uh, this reminds me eerily similar to a, a recent um, primetime game that we saw, the Detroit Lions. And the Green Bay Packers, it was very similar where you had that road team who opened as a short dog, flipped to a favorite, and even though they were, the, they were the public play and you had some reasons to maybe buy low on Green Bay, we saw the Lions inevitably roll and win that game 34 to 20. So my cap here is the, is that even though it worries me being with the public, I love this line move towards Seattle. And you mentioned it here, Mitch, some of these books are even going up to minus two. So again, pick them type game. Some of these books were even Giants as a short favorite. Immediately, or I would say probably around Wednesday, Thursday, we saw it hop the fence and then flip to Seattle minus one. Now it's up to minus one and a half. And then game day steam, which is so important on game day when limits are raised when big bets come in. Is the line continuing to move in the same direction it has been the last few days or is there buyback? Well, it's continuing to move where we've seen it the last few days. You're now seeing minus one and a half, even minus twos for Seattle here. Now, they're getting 76% of bets, 69% of money. So it tells me it's kind of a bit of a a pro and Joe bet split here where public's just saying, hey, bet against the Giants. They've been awful this year. Seattle's on the rise, had a good last year. But here's some other advantages for Seattle if you're going to bet on Seattle tonight, which I'm going to do. I'm going to lay the one and a half here, Mitch. One is offensively. Huge discrepancy here in points per game and putting up points. Uh, You look at Seattle, they're ranked sixth in the uh, the NFL in points per game. 30th for the G-men. 29 points a game for Seattle, only 14 for the G-men. Yards per game, 350 versus just around 279. And also the rush defense. This could play a big role if you play Daily Fantasy. Kenneth Walker, Charbonneau could be worth a look because the rush defense of the New York Giants has been very porous. They're giving up 138 yards on the ground per game versus only 79 for Seattle. Then you get to some of these injuries uh thomas uh the big tackle here for the giants he's going to be out we all know saquon is out although running backs don't move the line as much as we kind of think they will and then flip it to seattle they're going to get a big star player back here tonight jamal adams when he's healthy he's great he's been hurt for quite a bit here but he's ready to go that's probably a huge boost to the locker room and also keep an eye on the total we did see it tick up 45 up to 47 currently only 42 percent bets but 58 percent of the money is on the over so it's not a perfect play for me i always get. You know, nausea, heartburn, whatever you want to call it when I'm on that side getting 70% or more bets. But again, reminds me a lot of that Lions line move and bet split from Thursday night. I'm going to go Seattle here, guys. Follow the money, uh, which is the name of your show. And the money seems to be going here on Seattle. I got Seattle minus one and a half.
6: There's an interesting early game coming up with Houston and Atlanta. Stroud looked great again in the win. So the last two weeks, they spanked Jacksonville 37-17 and they pounded Pittsburgh 30-6. Uh, you have a coach on the hot seat in Atlanta. Smith doesn't know what he's doing. They throw to John o. Smith every time. And it's maybe we see a quarterback change here sooner rather than later as Ritter continues to throw interceptions. What do you think of Houston uh, going to Atlanta now?
5: Yeah, two teams trending in opposite directions here, uh, Paulie. because you mentioned it. Houston's a team that had a very low win total, but uh, you've seen them really turn it on the last couple of weeks. Started 0-2. They've won two straight. They were a really good, wise guy play yesterday against Pittsburgh. Pitt Steelers were a big public play. You saw that line fall like Steelers minus four and a half all the way to three. And C.J. Stroud has been really the story of this team. Uh, you're seeing Casario who kind of built this thing slowly. A lot of these draft picks starting to pay off. But are we starting to see a situation where, you know, maybe Stroud, who was, again, if you go back to those, those draft day odds, at one point Stroud was favored over Young, was back and forth. Young obviously goes number one, but Stroud's been fantastic on the year. Six touchdowns, no picks. He has a rating of 100, and he is now, guys, the uh, rookie the rookie of the year offensively, the favorite here for offensive rookie of the year. He's now uh, across the market. I think he's plus 175. Uh, he's really leapfrog guys like Bijan Robinson, Puka Nakao, who's been great, uh, but Stroud's been fantastic. And I think if you look at the matchup against Ritter, huge discrepancy here. Ritter who, again, was a winner in college, was great at Cincinnati, but just isn't putting up numbers in the NFL offensively, even though he's got a lot of great weapons. His rating is 77, three touchdowns, three picks. He really doesn't move the ball too much. So you have a tale of two quarterbacks here, tale of two teams playing much differently at this point. Typically, I like to buy low on the team that isn't playing well, fade the team that is playing well. But I think the equalizer here is that the team that's playing well with the great quarterback is the dog in this spot. And they're Mm -hmm. taking in some line movement because you open Atlanta in this game, guys, you know, as high as minus three and a half minus three, this line is now down to two and a half. Some books even look like they may get down to two here. So obviously missed the three with Houston, but if you can maybe tease them up, if you like them early, maybe even like them to win outright here. Um, I think it's a play here to grab the points uh, with the Houston Texans and also D'Amico Ryans. You guys mentioned this. We're getting ready for this segment here. He's now plus 1200, fourth best odds overall to win coach of the year only trailing Campbell, McDaniel, and Shanahan. And then another good system match here, guys. Short road dogs getting three or less this year in the NFL. They're seven and two against the spread, 78%. They're 57% ATS since 2019. So this is a team I think we got to start taking seriously. Stroud's been great. D'Amico Ryan's, again, shooting up the odds board for Coach of the Year. I like the points there, and the wise guys like it early. Line moves going to Houston here at Atlanta.
4: Very good. Hey, Josh, one last thing here. Uh, the team that's in your neck of the woods, the Patriots, I mean, it was vile and nasty yet again <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> they're, but they're favored at home. Mac Jones is awful. That's that's where He's I'm going awful. here. Okay. awful, Do, Does Belichick finally pull the plug at quarterback and go to somebody else?
5: Oh man, you got to rub it in here when it, when it hurts the most here, guys. And I took the points with new England, like an idiot, because that line moved to the the only one a bit, but uh, I don't know what the thing, this is going to be. I mean, if you guys have some free time today, tune into Boston sports talk radio, because I think it's going to be a banner day for people calling in and you know, the pitch pork pitchforks are out for Belichick Mac Jones. I think what you're hearing in the, the commentary that I was listening to is that, you know, even when they're down big or he makes a mistake, typically he fights. He showed some quit yesterday, just lazy passes, cross his body. You bring in Zappi. I think Belichick maybe goes back to Mac Jones, but this is a quarterback controversy. It's starting to heat up. And Belichick, if you look at his record without Brady, it's getting worse and worse and worse. You've already seen this line move toward New Orleans. This line's dropping a bit here. So uh, it's bad news for New England right now. No Brady. Was it Brady or Belichick? I mean, you know, you go back five years, it was always 50-50. Feels like it's like 90% Brady, 10% Belichick now.
4: You can get two, uh, both of Josh's podcasts. One is called Morning Bets, the other is Market Insights, wherever you get your podcasts. He's a uh, senior betting analyst here at VEASAN, Josh Hebelbaum. Thank you, Josh. Uh, good luck tonight.
5: Appreciate it, guys. Have a great night.
4: Yep. All right, Paul, you won me over here. It's got to be Zappy. He's terrible. And I, I don't know he's if they do terrible. it. They, he's terrible. He's not. He's, he's making so rookie was, mistakes. Stop turning thing. the ball over. So you was can't. the rookie year an aberration?
6: Yes. Absolutely. It was a total fluke. And it was just Belichick and coaching and, and, and run the ball and don't make mistakes. This, he's, he's regressed. He's making stupid decisions. The, the fumble. There's a guy chasing you. Yeah. Put, tuck the ball away. You sure. it like a loaf of bread. And then the pick six again. Oh, my God. Fourth and one, he falls down. Mm-hmm. He's just, He's not athletic. He's just a drip out there. It's very clunky watching
4: him play. Yeah, good word. So, um, I I don't know. I had this guy's back thinking, like, look, I mean, you can't forget what happened in his rookie season. I mean, it was very good. I keep reminding people he was going to win rookie of the year until Chase got hot in, like, the final two weeks. Okay, hold
6: on, though. He also struggled down the stretch. Oh, yeah. He did not play well down the stretch. It was correlated, I think. Yeah, I got you.
4: But, yes. But then last year wasn't great, and now this year... And, oh, by the way, like Josh was talking about, I, looking at the body language, he has – it's not like Jake Cutler territory yet, but the way that he operates
6: on the field, it's just awful body language out there. Worst loss of a, a Belichick's tenure yeah. in New England. That'll, that'll yeah. tell you all you need to know right there. And as bad as Dallas looked. so the, ho- the other, there's got, To me, there's, you have a coach on the hot seat as well. There's got to be a quarterback change in Atlanta. Has to be. Now, Art Smith is part of the problem. I mean, you, you have London and Pitts and Robinson, and they're throwing to Smith, and, and Robinson doesn't get enough touches. But it's uh, I can't picks, get myself the, to
4: watch. the I had to watch, put up with that crap
6: yesterday. Wake the, up early, watch the yeah, game. The pick six, and then he throws another interception, and then, oh, it's bad.
4: How about you use two top ten picks, one a top five pick on Pitts and London back-to-back. Can you get him the ball? I know London scored yesterday. Is it possible to get him the ball? No, we're okay with Desmond Ritter. He's the guy. We like him. We're not going to address the quarterback spot moving forward. What a mistake that they was. They are lost offensively. Yep. So many mistake. of these teams are. It's a good game. You know, uh, <laughs> Saints-Patriots, 39 and a half.
6: Uh, oh, wow. For a total? That is outrageous. <laughs> that's exactly that is outrageous. what I think. Yes. What? Yeah. 39 and a half. Put me down. Luke, put it down. Uh, that's another winner. Uh, uh, it's Carr. I don't... What the guy... What did we just say? He completed 23 passes for 120 yeah. yards? Yeah. His... Um, oh, and then it's Belichick. Oh, boy. His average completed
4: air yards was like... Zero. I got to get it right now. It was like
6: 0.4. It's just... What did I tell you? A, you cannot throw the ball that short. What did I tell you Friday? Where are the points coming from in the Tennessee game? Who's scoring in the Baltimore game? Uh, Who's scoring in the Tampa game? You can't put up a 39 or 41 in that range with these teams. A bunch of these teams especially in 2023 the Saints, football? The Saints have played 11 unders in a row, and they're putting up 40s. Yeah, That I, can't I, be. These yeah. should be 35s, 34s. Yeah, I don't, I don't know how this one's 39 and a half. Oh, thanks for that. That That's that's nuts. Can't put up a total that high, especially with these offenses. Yeah. Hey, okay. Up next, much more on what
4: happened Yesterday and going back kind of into last week in the NFL, I'll ask you know, can the league please tighten up the injury report or is this going to turn into the NBA?
2: Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
3: Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, stories from the frontiers of marketing. This week, I'm talking to the one and only Ryan Seacrest. Love the connection to people. I think at the core, what I get excited about, what gets me up in the morning, is connecting with people in an unscripted, unvarnished way This is Follow
6: the Money on v Win bigger by betting smarter this NFL season with Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Research every NFL, NBA, MLB, and soccer bet with historical stats and data. Stop betting in the dark. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use code WINNER. Code WINNER, get 50% off your first month today. Start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame bets. Was last week into yesterday,
4: like bizarre even for the NFL in terms of uh, some of the reports that we heard in terms of individual players? And are they going to be available? Very frustrating. Oh, I mean, look, I mean, these player props are getting bet everywhere. Games and what they mean to the Lions. We can go back to last Thursday in the Lions Packers game, we are on the air Thursday morning. The NFL Network, a reporter on NFL Network says early morning, David Montgomery is going to miss the game tonight. Within an hour, we have to correct it live on the air. When Paul Charchian joined us, we're like, no, hold on, breaking news, Uh, he was wrong. Reporter says he has to eat it. Oh, and by the way, David Montgomery gets more than 30 carries in that game and has three touchdowns. Right. And we heard like all week long. Now this is going to be Jabir. It's going to be Gibbs again tonight for the Lions. Okay, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Same thing. Jones in that game. Aaron Jones. Fine. Cleared. Snap count going to be up there. Barely played.
6: Right. I I told you week one that this is this is becoming the NBA and I don't like it. Neither do I. This is very frustrating. Now, number one, significant injuries. Number two, you don't know who's playing. Look at Carr. Wasn't supposed to play. Plays. Why did he play? That's another thing. The Watson stuff. Where'd that Where'd come did from? Where, all of a sudden, Friday, he's not, he can't throw the ball. He's not at practice. We're off and the DTR air. And DTR is taking snaps. Yes. I know. Like, we get off the
4: air on okay. Friday. We're like, wait a second. what Watson? He might not play? Good. What's happening here?
6: Then Thursday, Garoppolo's at practice. And guys who cover the team are like, well, there's Jimmy. He's running around so that we can put to bed this uh, O'Connell or Hoyer stuff because yeah. Jimmy's back at practice. He doesn't play. And then you also, this is different, but also ties into the lunacy. You also have guys who cover the team saying, so-and-so is going to be a focal point of the offense. Oh, yeah. This guy is going to get a a lot of touches. The coach says, and nothing happens. And it's 180 the other way.
4: Exactly the other way. The exact
6: opposite happens. Yep, yep. So So you can't believe anything now, evidently, right? No, no, you can't.
4: This is a great tweet from Connor Allen. He ran it all down basically yesterday. Another one here. And we were screaming, uh, was it last week or the week before, begging Sean Payton, you have to get Marvin Mims on the field more. The guy's explosive, good things happen when he's on the field, right? And that's what we heard. It was going to be an expanded role. The result, he ran 12 routes. He was tied with Brandon Johnson. Like, what? What are you watching out there? Marvin Mims is a weapon, and he needs to be used much more than what he is right now. In that same game, Roshan Johnson was going to have an expanded role. Really? He was out-touched by Khalil Herbert, 22-6. to six. Yep, there's another one. Yep. Now, I have both those guys in fantasy. I started both of them. Not in the same league, but in a different league. And the Johnson stuff, because of what I was hearing, no no good. Yep. Wasn't there something about Zeke Elliott, too? Zeke would see uh, starter snaps. Yep. Stevenson, 12 more touches than him. You were right about Jameis Winston. He was ready to start. Nope, Derek Carr. Get in there. Yep. Uh, Miles Sanders was going to play. No issues. Adam Chernoff came on the show on Friday and had a beautiful breakdown on why Miles Sanders should actually be catching the ball more in this game against the Vikings, right? He was outsnapped by Chubba Hubbard for the first time the entire year. And Joe Hubbard uh, I'm sorry, Joe Burrow, was off the injury report. Healthy, full go. Does that dude look healthy to anybody on the planet right now watching the games?
6: 100 percent. Is he even 50 percent right now?: I don't think so. It, you, everyone's talking about the calf. He's also doing this on the, with his arm. The whole game. Something, and then they're throwing the ball. He's, He's in, the, in a blowout. He's in the game, and they're throwing the ball. He took a hit. He goes over. Uh-huh. He's like,
4: ah, like what happened there? Yeah. Hey, guys, uh-huh. uh, game's over. Maybe get him off the field. And maybe maybe this week, if Joe Burrow was still hurt and he comes up to you, Zach Taylor, and says, I need to play. It's a big game. Maybe you say, nah, you take it off because you're clearly right. impacted by the
6: injury still. Yeah. It's just it's. He's awesome, but he's hurting the team. Oh no doubt. He's got, oh. but then he's just like, wow! Well, I got We got to win. It must win. Well, you're hurting the team, and then you go to Arizona. You lose. You're going to be one and four, and then you're still hurt. You're not even close to 100. percent And then you're getting in the meat of the schedule. Sure, you're losing games you're supposed to win. Uh-huh. You know what happens when it's division games, and you got that tough gauntlet coming up as well. Why does that
4: make it? It's frustrating, right? I mean, that this ties into like the fantasy and player props are more popular than ever. Obviously, every single year they're going to keep you know, uh, going up in terms of uh, how much they're better and everything. And then you hear this stuff. It's like, okay, well, I'll take this coach for. And then it also comes to another thing from yesterday. Coaches who, are they going to go for it on fourth and one? Coaches, are they going to kick the extra point? <laughs> I know. Right? I mean, uh-huh. yeah. we've seen with Matt LaFleur. So he goes for it when they're down by eight to make it a six-point game if they can. Um, what do you think of McDaniels?
6: It turns into a 24, right? He has no idea he has what he's He has no doing. idea overall what he he's He is, is so bad. I know. He They scored a touchdown, and they blew the call on the field, but then he went hurry up, and they ran a play, and then they couldn't go back and, and review it. He did that. The both broadcasters on
4: the game, you're talking about the Devontae Adams touchdown. Uh-huh. Okay, both broadcasters on the game are screaming as they're looking at the replay. That's a touchdown. That's you right. have to throw the flag here. You've got Kevin, to challenge it. Right? it was
6: Kevin Harlan. Yeah, yeah it
4: was, because yeah. he was awesome on the game. Yeah. So clearly, when you looked at that, um Adams has the ball when he's in the end zone. He catches it, has possession, but he comes out of the end zone and lands. That's six. So rather than thinking about, hey, maybe we should look at that. You're exactly right. They ran their hurry up and like, what the hell's going to happen? And they eventually got in with Josh Jacobs. Who scored the touchdown? What if they don't score there?
6: Yep. And they had to on fourth down. Absolutely. They yeah. he, he punted on fourth down. He, uh, I thought for sure he was going to kick the field goal there when they were down seven, based on what he did Monday night. So yeah, he's yeah. all over the place. Yeah, has no oh, idea what man. he's doing. No, no. There's he, no,
4: there's no like structure here. There's no game plan. Yep. Like we're consistent. Yep. We know what we're going to do every single time in
6: every spot. No, yep. you don't. You're making it up as you go. And Staley gets bailed out again. I mean, it just you, uh, you go goes for it deep in his own territory. It doesn't work out. It's fitting. The one time the quarterback push doesn't work out, it's with the Chargers. But then Samuel has, looks like a pick six, and he tells him to fall down. Mm-hmm. And then they still have to throw the bomb on third down. They had to get the first down there to run the clock out. Right. The Raiders are going to get the ball back with a lot of time. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So they that were. was – I couldn't believe Staley's telling him to get down, and it was just between him and O'Connell. Um, uh, McDaniel went for two, down nine. Uh, and No, he
4: was, they were down 11 to make it nine. To make think, it right, nine.
6: Thank you. Yep. Eagles did it to go up four, but then again, they were at the one-yard line. So, I thought Sirianni blew that. You have the ball it's first down. Just kick the game-winning field goal. Don't make sure Washington doesn't get the ball. They threw a touchdown with 90 seconds left to A.J. Brown. And it gave Washington time. And, of course, Rivera blows it. Hmm. Rivera doesn't go for the win. My Hmm. offense was tired. It was a a 60-yard drive, Ron. You know, Riverboat, lose that moniker forever. So uh, the, uh, you don't know what you're going to get from week to week in this league with some of these decisions. I can't guys wait. are all
4: over the place. M- Michael Lombardi's going to join us about an hour from now. I can't wait to ask him about that with Rivera. Right? Because he's always about the yeah, situation. Come and on. So, again, Rivera, my guys are gassed. I had to go to <laughs> overtime. He, wh- they, that,
6: Why isn't the defense tired then? Those words Polit- make no sense. Yes, just, It's two yards Ron. It's, yeah, my, my offense is gay. I've never heard that right. before. I can't run a play. My offense is too tight. But rather than going forward on a two point
4: conversion here, I'd rather go play an extra period with the team that won the NFC last year on the
6: road. That makes more sense to me. And their kicker's automatic. And he makes one from 54. Yeah, let me ask. I thought McLaurin was in, didn't you? Did you know what a play I'm talking oh, about? Oh, absolutely, That's I a, do. How was that not I uh, Yes, overturned? that was a catch. There was green. Was, there was. There's this much green when you Washington's going the to win the game. Yeah. I had Eagles and Survivor. I th- think that, w- that was a catch. That's what I think, too. He had he had his foot down, McLaurin. That's a Washington
4: win. Y- and when, so they had the technology, right, when they expanded, when they blew it up, you can see grass between the sideline and his shoe. Like, isn't that kind of I a don't tell? Get like, I, I, I don't get it. I know. Boy, they've gotten a lot of those wrong so far this year. The, the, Amari Cooper last week. Mm-hmm. Right, he's getting right in front of him. Probably takes the cake. Mm-hmm. But weird, man. Wildness, what's going on. I also, there are a lot of bad teams in the league, much more who are, that are bad than are actually good at the top. Do you know what I'm saying? Like the bottom feeders of the league are really, really bad. And I, maybe we say that every single year, but it's like, hey, yeah, all these teams, they got their quarterbacks finally. No, they don't, far from it. And then we talked briefly about Iberflus being the first coach fired. Yeah. Who who challenges him right now? Who's going to be the guy? Is it going to be Josh McDaniels? No, I can't see Davis doing that. No. Can you see McDaniels coming back next year? No. Neither can I. I think the guy's been a coach now long enough in the league, not only
6: just here combined okay. with when he was at Denver. No, I have, thank you. I, quickly, two things. They couldn't move the ball against Denver, and they couldn't stop the Steelers. So that's yeah. this This could get out of control for the Raiders. Yep. And it's a, I, I, Green Bay should beat them out here Monday night, and the Cheeseheads will be taken over. And I feel bad for everyone who works here in the service industry because these guys tipped 5%, 10% from Wisconsin. You've
4: been saying the same thing for 25 years. It's true. You go to the well every time. Uh, So we'll get into that number and other Week 5 opening numbers up next. I've made two bets so far. Paul's made a couple as well. We'll tell you what they are coming up here on Beeson.
6: I'm a Vsin Pro subscriber today. Get a daily email recapping all the best bets from every host and guest. Unlimited access to the vsincom slash picks page. Sort by sport, matchup, date, and more. That's huge for the Sealy brothers, Nigel and Jeff. Check the leaderboard, see who has the hot hand. Pro picks, betting splits, power ratings, dog videos, spear, U2, mushrooms. Sign up today. $19 your first month. vsin.com Slash subscribe. Week five, six early, four late. Amen. Nine, ten is too many. And then you get this uh, bleep sandwich. What happened yesterday? Charger, now it got close. But at the same time, in the second half, the Charger game was a blowout. Dallas is up 30 points. And the Niners had a comfortable lead. That's all we had to work with. Sure. Come on, NFL. Okay,
4: so the Week 5 opening numbers and where they sit right now at uh, DraftKings, the Thursday night game. I'm actually uh, no-poo-pooing here. I'm excited for this game. Bears and Commanders. It's in Washington, and the uh, Commanders are favored by 6.5, Poly and the total is uh, 45. I'll ask you, too low of a number here? This Bears defense, they've allowed 25-plus points in 14 straight games, and the Commanders now have allowed 30 straight back-to-back games here. Fields looked great yesterday.
6: Yeah, I I'd have to take the over. Sides tough. I don't know. One week Howell looks good, then he looks bad, then he looks good. Yeah. Then he, so I, it's it looked, a great second half in the comeback and sending that game to overtime against Philadelphia. I mean that was a great job how Howell played, but um, I would think there'd be points in this one. I yes, so. absolutely. And I, don't, I, I like the certainly Bienni's doing a nice job here.
4: Yeah, I don't really want to lay six points in the commander. Yeah. So you know what I'm saying. Uh, In London, early game here, Bills opened four and a half yesterday against Jacksonville. It's five and a half total is 48.
6: Is that enough? uh, Yeah, Jacksonville won, but I wasn't impressed. I mean, it was more bad Ritter, though. uh, Ritter not playing well, and you get the pick six early on. Um, Disappointing Ridley. Had the touchdown, but he's he's not making an impact like he thought he would. He was great in week one since then. It's uh, they got to be better on offense, and they got to get this figured out. I know they had the slow start last year, but this is a tough division they're in. So you know, interesting scheduling spot that they're already there, and they get back to back London games. And uh, Buffalo looked like a freight train, looked like the best team in the AFC. But that's I think the total's too high. A London game going to yep. go under. Jacksonville's
4: offense not exactly firing on all cylinders. Yeah, this one's at Tottenham Hotspur. That yep. stadium. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so. Could the Bills have a letdown? Sure, absolutely. Look what and, happened to Miami. And more Everyone's injuries. Everyone's pumping
6: your tires, injuries, and yeah, no all yeah. white. They were yep.
4: really up for that game yesterday. Right. Yep. Okay, so then the Panthers are playing in Detroit. Lions are now eight and a half this morning. Total is forty-four. I, there's what, what's
6: name something that you like about the Panthers right now? Nothing, not one thing. Coaching. I don't even like the defense. And the, plus, they're losing a guy every week, uh, with injuries. And I, it's early. I agree with all the tweets. You watch Stroud and Richardson play and then watch young play. Yep. And they traded up to get him. Oh boy. This one could be really bad. Traded up from number nine. Had to have the guy. Uh, Richardson in the second half against the Rams doing it all.
4: Oh yeah. He is a a blast to watch. Stroud is evidently the real deal. At least so far. Again, had a nice game yesterday. Man,
6: lit up Pittsburgh.
4: And uh, this whole, this whole offense is just completely shattered in Carolina. I'm, Certainly, Detroit on teasers and in Survivor. They yep. will be consideration number one for me in Survivor. Much improved weekend.
6: defensively. Yep. 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 And I'm pr- they'll probably
4: take it away as well. Another big number the Dolphins are hosting the Giants. Giants, of course, playing tonight on Monday Night Football. And Tua and the fellas in Miami laying nine and a half. Total is 49.5. My first thought is again, is that enough points?
6: Yeah. 49.5? Miami? Here's a Survivor, too. It's not a lot to work with this upcoming week, but the two that stick out are Detroit and Miami. Uh, this is So gonna, was, I don't see how the Giants are going to slow them down at all. I think we're getting points in that game. Yeah.
4: Uh, Ravens are now laying 3.5 in Pittsburgh. Total is 40.5. I don't know. It prob- might have to be a good thing if uh, the Steelers have to go to a different quarterback. It sucks. I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying that it's a good thing he got hurt. I never want to see anybody get hurt. But you, you know what I'm saying? The backups yeah. here might be better than uh, Kenny Pickett
6: at this point. Yeah, well, the scheme stinks too. That doesn't help. Agreed. What they're running, so I want to see Tomlin talk the big game afterwards. Let's see. Let's see what happens. Texans
4: now. Oh, wow, look at this! More money on Houston today. Uh, this look ahead number had Atlanta lane three and a half at home to Houston. It's now Atlanta two total is forty one.
6: Is it just going to keep coming down? What are we going to get it, to a pick'em here at some point? Well, they look great the last two weeks. And, well, and Stroud's been awesome. So it's just, it's, it's the same thing, right? Do you really feel, how do you got to feel going to the window of the app and you're betting on Desmond Ritter? I mean, you just can't do it. Here's and the thing. They're, that you, they're lucky. They, they, they shouldn't have won that Green Bay game. They were down nine right. in the fourth quarter at home. Here's what
4: you really have to like about Houston. D'Amico Ryans is a defensive coach. And so far through four games, it's the San Francisco offense that he brought over you have to be super impressed with how the offense is clicking right now. Yep. And weapons like Tank Dell didn't do much yesterday, but look at Nico Collins. So they have guys that throw the ball to finally kind of a breakout game and a bunch of carries. I love those uniforms. For Damian Pierce. Oh, they're excellent. Yep. So, but that that's the, I think, really good thing here is that you expect a defensive guy to come in and it's going to look a lot, it's going to be, you know, ugly a lot of times and the offense might take a minute. It's the exact opposite. Your offense has been great for Houston. We mentioned this game earlier, Saints- are catching one at the Pats, and the total is 39.
6: I don't uh, see how this goes over unless there's a plethora of turnovers. Uh, the it turnovers could get you here. It can't. Way too high. And again, Saints have played 11 straight unders. Sure. I, I don't know. I don't know as far as the side. You'd think Belichick getting blown out, ready to go, but that's if it's zappy, probably. But you want to take Mac Jones right now? Can't do it. The only
4: way I would take Mac Jones here on the side or have a bet in this game is if uh, Derek Carr is going to play quarterback again. Yeah. Did he look close to 100% to no. you? I, I, I,
6: it's another guy, Dennis Allen. Oh, fair. Yikes. Uh, that's another intriguing division. I mean, Tampa might do this. Oh, boy. This is upside down. <laughs> yeah, they could. What's going on with this two south divisions?
4: As of now, the Titans are laying a point at Indy. Total is 42. Hmm. I have
6: no real strong opinion on that game. Good, good job by Tannehill. But, okay, do it again. You got Henry going. Uh, defense played well. Then again, Cincinnati didn't pose any type of threat. Um, and Richardson, again, just so dangerous, taking off and running. Yeah. That's the other thing. With another touchdown well, is that jo- he had. Another thing. Is Jonathan Taylor going to be back now? Doesn't look like it. Doesn't sound like it. Okay. To the practice window, and they're still trying to deal him. Also, with the
4: Colts, I mean, running game being the key here, Richardson also maybe trying to get some of these backs involved, you really cannot run against the Titans. They are awesome oh. on the line. Yeah. So that's what they take away from other offenses. The Eagles are five and a half in L.A. against the Rams. Total is
6: 47. Man. They're moving the ball. I got to give it up to McVay. And Puka did it again? He did it, yeah. Now, I don't know what happened. They're blowing the big lead. And guess what? Maher has the yips. Okay, breaking news. He missed a couple oh, field remember, goals.
4: Remember, that, that's why he wanted to get that oh, field goal sure. in there
6: against the 49 ah, yeah, right? Yeah, get right. him some work. Yeah, because kicking a field goal down 10, is that's just such a pressure everything, kick. Er, everything was going to be corrected at that point. Yeah,
4: right. Now, see, here's yeah. the thing. Um, the Eagles were lane five in Tampa last week. Now they're five and a half in the Rams. I don't like their defense the way they're playing. I, I think the, I think they can be had, put it this way. Yeah. Yeah. I heard Mike Palm yesterday on uh, the network when I was driving around with Brent Musburger, he made a good point because they played on two short weeks already. It looks like the Eagles, they actually might be the team that's gas kind of
6: right now. Yeah. Well, Eagle nation though, they'll take over that stadium.
4: Uh, well, we just had a uh, move in the Bengals game at DraftKings. They moved from four and a half down to four against the Cardinals, forty-two and a half. This is one of the first bets that I made mm-hmm. yesterday on the openers. I took uh, five plus Arizona uh, again. I don't, I don't know how the Bengals are were favored. This opened up close to a touchdown with Joe Burrow's health right now. How is that possible? And Arizona, they were feisty yesterday again, twenty-one sure. sixteen, going for a two-point conversion late third quarter against the Forty ers on the road, and they had almost four hundred yards of offense. All right. Uh, Chiefs are laying five and a half against the Vikings. Total fifty-two and a half.
6: Could be a nightmare for Flores. He's going to send all this pressure and Mahomes off one of the worst games of his career. Yep. Yep. Uh, Broncos laying now two and a half down from three at home against the Jets. Well, congratulations, Zach. You look good. Now you got to do it again. He does. Season's on the line. So now I want to see what he does on the road. Yep. And see if they can move the ball against this poorest Denver defense.
4: How good is this game Sunday night? The forty ers are three and a half to the Cowboys total is forty five and a half.
6: I'm not going against Brock Purdy. Can't do it. Uh, flawless performance yesterday. Twelve and zero now when he plays at least three quarters. Yeah. So and then McCaffrey. Whoa. MVP discussion. Absolutely. Has to be. I don't care he's a running back. What he's doing and what he means. What he means um, here's a hundred yards on the ground. Okay, it's third and six. I'm gonna throw it to him. Yep. Here comes you know, here's a couple more touchdowns. So 13 games in a row with a touchdown. He's yeah. great. The, the Niners have to be north of three against the Cowboys. Yeah. I don't care
4: how good Dallas was yesterday. And then the Monday night game out here in Las Vegas. This open pick. This is another game that I bet. I bet Packers pick. And uh, Packers are now one, 43 and a half against the Raiders. Yeah, they
6: added rest. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. I think at that point. They're not, going into their bye, too.
4: Yeah. But they're going to get, some of these other guys are going to be, That's I right. think, closer to being fully ready than what they were Thursday against the Lions. So that's why that added rest, I think, is going to be a big deal. Up next, another huge trade in the NBA. And we'll look at series prices in the Major League Baseball playoffs. I'm going to run some projections by Paulie. And I cannot wait to get his reaction coming up next.
2: Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
3: Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, stories from the frontiers of marketing. This week, I'm talking to the one and only Ryan Seacrest. Love the connection to people. I think at the core, what I get excited about, what gets me up in the morning is connecting with people in an unscripted, unvarnished way This is Follow the Money on
6: VSEN. Back with another week of action. Week five kicks off Thursday with the Bears and Commanders. DraftKings Sportsbook keeps you on the NFL action with great offers every single game day. New customers can bet five dollars to get two hundred dollars instantly in bonus bets. Football is more fun when you're in on the action. Download the app now. Use code Follow. Code Follow. New customers can bet five and get two hundred instantly. Tell your friends. Tell your family, only DraftKings Sportsbook. Great menu, as always, with the props and the MLB playoffs starting tomorrow. Official sports betting part of the NFL. Code follow at DraftKings. So I guess the
4: Celtics were like, uh, oh, yeah, Milwaukee, I see what you're doing here. Give us 24 hours, maybe 48. We'll slap something together. How does this one taste? What do you think, though? Did they give up too much? Brogdon? Yeah. Robert Williams? Those picks?
6: And now they get Drew Holiday back. Yeah, you would think Freak is just going to have a feast when they meet, and that what Al Horford's going to be the guy who's going to try to shut him down or contain him. Yeah. So what Freak could do and go off, and you lose uh, your depth uh, with the trade. I know people are kind of anti-Rob after what's happened, the injuries, and but uh, nice play. I'll t- I, it, it's it's. I'll tell you this. It's a clear gap between one and two, and everyone else in the East. Remember how last year, wow. the,
4: like the Eastern Conference was so fascinating as the season progressed. Like for the first time ever, the playoffs are going to be better than the West, and all these teams, and and it, it, it never panned out that way. First of all, you had the Heat really through, you know, everybody for a loop there and what they did, but uh, those teams never really loved lived up to it. But the thought was going in like you're going to have four, five, six teams here that are awesome. Now going in, things can change, obviously, throughout the year. I mean, it's it's getting Grand Canyon size gap here between the top two teams right. and everybody else. Are we done?
6: No, Harden has to go. You think so? He has to. Now this starts now. Is he going to show up? Nobody quits and shuts it down like this guy. This is going to be wild to see how this plays out in Philadelphia. I laid $2 on the Celtics to win the division. I just think there's just there's no way they don't. They're too good. Without injuries, They're Too much yeah. right. And yeah, yeah. you see what's going on in Philadelphia, and it's going to be an absolute mess. Um, I will say full marks to Joe Cronin. Number one, oh. he made he, he made a deal with the two rivals in the East with Miami, and he got a better haul. So he gave Pat Riley the middle, middle finger. That turns out to be like a borderline A-plus job. It is. So he gives up for Dame Lillard, Aiton, Williams, Brogdon, a 2024 first from the Warriors. A pick swap with the Bucks in 2028. Milwaukee's first in 2029. A first from the Celtics in the same year. And a swap with the Bucks in 2030. Which, who knows if Freak will even be around then. That's a juicy swap. And to get those picks from Milwaukee. I think that's what What's huge. it'll look like in five years. Yep. Yes. Yep.
4: So here you go now. Basically the roster in the backcourt for the Celtics. going to be Derek White, Drew Holiday. Obviously very good. Peyton Pritchard will be a bench guy again. Tatum. Brown, Hauser are going to be the wings. And you're looking at uh, Porzingis. You said last week, rest assured, he's going to get hurt at some point. Yeah. And good. Al Horford up front.
6: Yeah, good player, but he will get hurt. Man, he'll get banged up. And then what do you do Yeah, as you lose some of that depth and you're worried about them defensively uh, going against Freak? So Holiday's a nice player. Uh, he's going to get paid. I think it's next year he's going to get paid. Yeah. Couldn't have done this deal if it was next year. So I give them credit. I mean, they are all in, and they're trying. Sure. They're, they're, they're making trades. They're going for it. So Absolutely. it's going to be a, a different look because they trade Smart, and then they trade Brogdon, they trade uh, Williams, and and uh, going for it. I have concerns about the coaching staff and, and Missoula getting exposed last year, and certainly uh, uh, Brown and Tatum have had some bad moments on the big stage. Yeah, they have. I mean, that was embarrassing what happened in the Eastern Conference Finals. You're down 0-3 to Miami? Mm-hmm. You're huge favorites? But oh, I, yeah. I, they're gonna—it's—it's it's a big gap, though, big gap with uh, the top two teams in the East and everyone else. Is it weird to say this? I actually I like the Bucks
4: more now. Before this trade, I like the Celtics more against
6: the Bucks if they didn't make this move than I do right now. Oh, interesting. Okay, yeah. I could see that. Right, just you couldn't. Good luck if it's going to be Al Horford with the guy assigned to contain. Well, it's—it's p- it's not p- p- going to go well.
4: Horford or anybody else, they're not going to have an answer for Freak. And then. I just I can't get out of my head what Jimmy Butler did to Drew Holiday in the playoffs. That's right, and so now he's got to have to take on Dame. They also
6: won the t- the year they won the title. Holiday was hurt, and, mis- and missed some games. So, yep. uh, what was I going to say? Um, I lost my train of thought. But that's yeah. Oh, I don't like Jalen Brown's game. No, neither do I. I don't like that. Nope. I don't like his game, and to give him nope. three hundred million dollars. I mean, he's a turnover machine. It can't dribble. Other than can't that, can't go left. Yeah, loses the
4: ball all the time. Have you made any uh, series bets so far in baseball? Uh, my guess, you
6: bet no, the Blue Jays. I, w- uh, I will. I want to see I can't believe this. Uh, you, you're seeing Minnesota as high as $1.45 in some spots. Yeah. They've lost 18 straight playoff games. They haven't won a playoff game since 2004. And it's Gossman against Lopez in game one. Yeah. I'm surprised by that. I would have gone Sonny Gray. So would have I. So that that's a, I think Minnesota and Bardelli's making a mistake, but you know, they don't think much of Bardelli in the Twin Cities. So, it appeared the Blue Jays laid down to get this matchup. Uh, and, and game one becomes enormous. I like Gossman. And then you're playing for your season, even though you're on the road. But, same, you know, interesting. I see as low as 160 and as high as $2 on the Brewers. Congratulations to Arizona. You can't throw Gal until game two. Uh-huh. It's going to be Burns against probably Bafat, B- B- whatever I pronounce his name. Because they don't have any – they cut Davies, released him. You, you can't throw anybody else, uh, so you're going to have to throw that kid. And he had an ERA of 8 at one point during this season. Going so that's in, a big mismatch in Game 1 for Milwaukee. Yeah, going into that
4: series, the Brewers have a massive edge the way the pitching unfolds here. They just do. And if they blow this, it's going to be just a bad way to bow out on the season. Right. They Plus, should win this series. Yeah, Gallon
6: was completely different pitcher on the road as well.
4: Yep. Okay, so then let me give you some uh, projections here at Fan Graphs. This is to win the World Series, Right. The biggest number assigned to any team per their numbers obviously would be Atlanta. They give Atlanta a 20.1% chance to win the World Series. I'll stick in the National League. They give the uh, the Dodgers a 17.7% chance to win. So everybody else in the National League, like Milwaukee's a 4% chance, Philly is a 6.8% chance, Marlins not much, same thing with the Diamondbacks. You flip it over to the American League. Fangraphs gives Houston a 19.6% chance to win the World Series. What? Wow. And Atlanta is 20.1. Houston's right behind them at 19.6. Texas, a 4.6% chance. After now what happened yesterday, it flipped. They didn't win their division to the 5 seed. Now they have to go on the road to Tampa. They give the Twins a 1.8% chance to win the World Series. Lowest out of any team. Okay, Okay, now here's where it gets good. And these numbers actually move from yesterday. Fangraphs gives Toronto a 7% chance to win the World Series. The highest likelihood in the entire American League East. They give the Orioles up, mind you, from 4.5% yesterday to 6.7% today. The one seed in the American League East, per their numbers, has a 6.7% chance to win the World Series. And the two seed, the team that somehow, don't ask me how they won their division, 19.6%.
6: What's wrong with those numbers? Come on. Cubs, 93% to make the playoffs September 6th. You're telling me. How can can they have that? I I don't understand that. With Orioles that low, and, and Houston is under 500 at home this year. Yeah. So did they even you know you get the buy? Congratulations! But you were, you were so bad at home this year. I don't know what team's going to show up. Well, you have to respect what they've done the last six years, but they just got swept by the Royals, and uh, lost two out of three to the A's at home. Sure, I I, I that's I mean a hundred win team with a buy,
4: that's nuts. Is the one seed overall? They finished basically right behind the Braves for the most wins in the entire sport. And now you're telling me that Houston has a three times better chance to win the World Series in Baltimore? How long have we been saying this now about the power rating
6: on on the Orioles? Oh, it's way out of whack. I know. No respect. Yeah, 100 wins. Comeback kids. Pitching was solid down the stretch. Uh, No fine with Braddish to go out there. And uh, Rodriguez, you got means back too. I was stunned to see it. Wow. I, I really was. So the sixth seed has better odds than the one seed. That's correct. A team that cannot hit all
4: year, Toronto. And Toronto, yeah, they have to play. Now, it's against Minnesota. I get that. But they have
6: an extra round. I mean, That's what I'm to, saying, yeah. just This is they crazy. They have to get through
4: the opening round right. first off.
6: Yeah, and if they do so, they still have to burn these pitchers. Right. So you can't set up your rotation. You know, Mr. 16 Hours of Sleep Kakuchi. Sure. Probably going in, in, in the first game. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> God. This is laughable. Make
4: sure he's napping already so ah. he's uh, ready for the Orioles series.
6: I don't understand these numbers. It's nah. crazy. It's like the pro football focus stuff. Number one offensive, offensive line. the yeah. Packers, yeah.
4: Yeah. Uh, I, that's just—I mean, any other team in the American League East, truly, this year, winning this thing, it would have been like, now we're going to give them about a twenty percent chance to win it because they're really
6: good. No, do you, not- give the, do you give the Marlins any chance against the Phillies? I know it's baseball, and we just saw what happened last year in, in this round. Three of yes. the four wrote. You do? Yeah. You think so? Lozardo's going game one? Lazardo in game one and, and Garrett in game two, it looks like. So
4: are you going to be stunned if Lazardo goes six innings, strikes out nine, gives up yeah. two hits in, in game one? I won't be.
6: Against that offense, I would Yeah, be. I know, but it's like. It's I, I know. I, I just, maybe, maybe it's a last, great story, but I did. Yeah. without right. Sandy.
4: The good, the bad, and the ugly from the weekend. Uh, coming up next, I've seen enough. This team is not winning the national championship. Find out who next on Follow the Money. It's FISA and the Sports Betting Network.
0: It's brand new, Season 2.